welcome to the Flag on the Play podcast. My name is Danny GG, and we are back at you again with our Christmas weekend recap extravaganza and bonus week 17 predictions bets preview. I'm joined by the lovely Timothy, and we'll see if the rest of the crew shows up. But for now, you got me and Tim. What's up, Tim? It feels good. I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas, got to enjoy an extra long weekend of football uh, that lasted, what, five days, four or five days in a row. It was glorious. And now we're going to New Year's all fat and happy. Hell yeah. Fat and happy. Just how I like them. What? So we are going to get into our recap here for this lovely Christmas weekend. But before we do that, Make sure to follow us here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you find yourself enjoying the show. We come at you twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday mornings, for your listening enjoyment. So with that, let's uh, let's kick off some news that's been floating around the NFL world the past couple days. Uh, Tim, you want to talk about some people throwing their money down the toilet? Oh, yeah. Uh, The Broncos are throwing their money down the toilet. They are benching. Russell Wilson for what the Broncos claim to be to be football reasons. The NFL inside media is claiming to be for financial reasons. Um, he will not be the starting quarterback for the rest of the Broncos season, which is odd when you look at his statistics. He is the seventh ranked quarterback when you look at quarterback rating, but he is due a massive contract that was part of the Seattle trade. So to put this in perspective, if if Denver were to take on uh, Russell Wilson's contract as ex- it existed in Seattle, they would have been on the hook for $50 million spread over the course of 2023 and 2024. But when they traded him, they also extended his contract to, what, $250 million? So over these next two years, they would owe him hundreds of millions of dollars um, if they were to play him because if he were he's got some kind of injury guarantee that gives him more money if he's hurt or if he plays a certain percentage of snaps so the Denver Broncos in order to save themselves some money are benching him as their season is effectively over with the loss of Patriots it is very strange news um, because this is a guy who's been forming statistically well I wouldn't say he's like been a great quarterback Certainly not not worth the contract, but when you pay that kind of money and trade up and get rid of those assets that you did two first round picks, second, a third, and a bunch of players to go get him from Seattle, it's looking like one of the worst trades in NFL history. Yeah, that contract is horrible. I don't know whoever uh, thought that was a good idea. Maybe, Maybe they thought he was that good, but I don't know. Only like Tom Brady could be worth that. Absolutely. They got sick of John Elway, their old general manager, drafting tall white quarterbacks who couldn't play. So like, let's do the opposite. Let's go get a short uh, black quarterback who can play. Um, and he has been terrible ever since they, they brought him. It's, it's just flabbergasting. Um, I would imagine the general manager is going to lose his job over this because this is going to hamstring the team for years. Speaking of quarterbacks that are being benched tingus mcpingus aka tommy devito tommy cutlets he is benched for the rest of the year uh not the news everyone wanted all those memes on twitter of all the people getting the tingus i mean sorry tommy devito jerseys 
looking sad because he went out during the game. Tyrod Taylor will now be the starting quarterback, but uh, you know, not nearly as fun of a story with the, the whole funny Italian and gabagoo going on. Uh, but that is the reality. Did, did he also get hurt? Is that what's going on here? Uh, yeah, he got he got a little dinged up and will be also setting. I think it's both he's hurt and for performance reasons. Oh. Well, he's made himself a nice little living, I think, for the rest of his time with the Giants. He's got all sorts of media deals with Italian restaurants, and they love him here. So I, I, I would expect him to stay on the Giants roster for a long time. So not all bad in the, the DeVito household. All right. We got more suspensions and injuries. Uh, Jair Alexander, the star cornerback for the Green Bay Packers, will serve a one-game suspension uh, for acts that he partook in in the game against the Carolina Panthers last week. That act was that he went out there to flip the coin when he was not supposed to. He was out there for the original coin toss. He did not call heads, which the uh, coaches wanted. He called tails. Uh, and for that, he will serve a suspension. It is a very odd reason to suspend a guy um, for for a game, but I guess them's the breaks that when you question the authority in the NFL, you're gonna no matter how small, it's gonna it's gonna get you got. So we will see Alexander the earliest in Week 18. Danny, how do you feel about that one? Typical bum ass Packers player. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, and in other news, TJ Hawkinson, the tight end is out for the year with a torn ACL and MCL. This was a nasty injury. A little flippy flip landed on his leg. All funny, not great. So, uh, big loss for shit. What he's on the Vikings now. He's on the Vikings was on the lions. Now on the what? Vikings. Yeah. Uh, when players change divisions like that, that always trips me up, but yeah, big loss for the Vikings, who are already uh, garbage. So, yeah. All right. Moving on to our next segment here. Talking about our weekly pick'em records. This was a hot, hot week. Man, Tim and I have been going at it. Tim has slowly been seceding his lead. Uh, and this week, it all came down to one game for either him to retake the lead or me to retake the lead so came down to the baltimore 49ers game we all know how that went more on that later but tim picked correctly picking the ravens to win pulling his lead ahead by one so tim in first place at 148 and 92 i'm in second 147 david in third at 143 and sebastian with a pretty rough week 140 and then our terminator chat gpt bot 132 so not too far behind considering it is a bot but yeah tim well done once again uh let me see how many you only picked four games wrong out of what 16 games that's impressive a big week a big week Uh, at this point in the year you kind of know who everybody is there are a few outliers like uh baltimore was really underrated going into this game against San Francisco. I get that how hot the Niners have been, but they've looked terrible at points. Uh, They had a stretch in the middle of the year where they were losing to Cincinnati, losing to Cleveland, losing to all these guys they shouldn't have lost to. Uh, So it felt like they were due for a a letdown here. They they tend to do this. So uh, 
Get on, good on me. I feel good. Way to go, Baltimore. Came through in a big way for me. Yeah, let's uh, let's dive into this one now. Kicking off our Christmas week recap, we'll just start with the big game here. So, Ravens cooked the 49ers. This one was a slaughter, even though the score looks semi decent. Uh, man, this one really is all on Brock Purdy. Uh, even though not every interception was directly his fault, but the ones that were his fault were just horrible. And when you're going to throw four interceptions, they had five as a team when um, Sam Darnold came in. You're not going to really beat anyone. The only team you could beat doing that is the Bears earlier this season. (laughs) Um, Playing against the Ravens, you can maybe afford one turnover, not even, because the Ravens are damn good. Uh, Offense, defense, Lamar, everything. They are looking unstoppable. So uh, the 49ers laid a big fat egg here. They had a chance to be in the game multiple times and throwing an interception every time is not going to be great. So I'm going to kill Brock Purdy a little bit, not too much um, because he was not as bad as a stat line shows. Um, like you said, he had a couple tipped passes that ended up as interceptions. Just weird shit that happened. That was not his fault, but he had two that were just disasters straight to Marlon Humphrey, straight to Kyle Hamilton. That's just backbreaking. Uh, and I think he's hurt, uh, but still, everybody's hurt this point in the year. And if you're going to want to get your team to the Super Bowl, you need to be taking care of the ball. Um, so we'll see if this serves as a wake up call for the Niners um, or if they're going to let this one spiral. I would doubt they would, but we'll see how it goes uh, on the Baltimore side of things. They looked awesome, especially uh, their defense, especially Kyle Hamilton. He had a monster game coming from that safety position, had a, in a big, big breakout season for him. And, they are a lot of fun to watch. A little slower pace than the normal. This is not the 2019 uh, Lamar Jackson where he's lighting you up um, for through the air and on the ground. He's methodical. He is smart with the ball. He knows exactly where it needs to go. And he is, though his stats don't look MVP worthy, if you watch him play, he is certainly at that caliber. Just they are hot and they are dangerous. Yeah, I agree. His stats are not lighting up you know, headlines, but he's very efficient. He keeps the drives going and he just knows how to pick apart uh, a defense. So Lamar and Tyreek are the two MVP candidates in my mind right now. So I would put McCaffrey out there. He had a good game, uh, even though his team got blown out. Uh, But the stats there aren't there for Lamar. But like you said, he's still great. So we're going to really find out this is actually just a quarterback only award this uh, this year. Oh, look who joined us. Well, what's up? Brock Purdy sucks. I don't want to hear anything about him for MVP ever again. I want to hear about it. Four interceptions, mid, mid, and uh, <clears throat> what's that last one? Ah, that's right. Mid. Yeah, Sebastian, right in time. Purdy. Right in time to talk about the Cowboys fins. Please keep all commentary to the 2023 fins. Thank you. <clears throat> Dan Marino. Dan Marino is the greatest <laughs> of all time. Secondly, Tua, the flying Hawaiian Tiger Bailoa, getting it done when needed be. Dak Prescott actually didn't play awfully. It just everybody else played pretty bad. I, I I will say this, though, realistically, not ranting, not raving, not being a weird over, over-the-top Dolphins fan. That game came down to two plays. 
the Dak fumble in the in uh in the red zone, like inside the five, and Deshaun Elliott absolutely spearing Pollard and keeping the ball out of the end zone. Those two killed them. Beautiful. Thank you, Deshaun Elliott. I ain't never seen you do anything else. You probably done some stuff. I just didn't see it, but I saw that one. Good, good pickup, good signing. Zach Sealer, also very good signing for the Dolphins, getting some plays done, most sacks he's had in his entire career. Jalen Waddle uh, got kicked in the eye. Dirty-ass Cowboys. That one was bad. Oh, my God. Micah Parsons crying, yapping on Twitter or Instagram, wherever he posted that story of him getting held. That's cute, my G. That's cute. But also, what about the phantom pass interference in the end zone that got you guys a touchdown? Also, if the Cowboys were as smart and as good as everybody says they were, like, you know, why don't you just let the Dolphins score and then get the ball back with a minute and some change? Nah. Instead, you let some cast-off running backs run it down your throat, and you lose. You lose. Mike McCarthy, get his ass out of there. Dan Quinn, get his ass out of there. Ah, excuse me. Sorry. I have a little indigestion. Um... (laughs) The only good piece of that Cowboys team is probably C.D. Lamb. Uh, they should have thrown it to him more. But, you know, it is what it is. He's oh, the only good piece. Give it, got give it, I got to give it up to uh, Jason Sanders. I poo-pooed him a few times after that Tennessee game, especially on this podcast. Poo-pooed him greatly. But 250-yarders and five. I think it was five of five on field goals. Beautiful. Yeah. Sensational, yeah, absolutely wild. Yeah, fins are looking good. We are on the fin train here. Playoffs locked in. We'll just see which uh, seed they're able to clutch up and snag. So cool. Tim, want to talk about the Bucks blowout? Oh my God, I do. Uh, Baker Mayfield continued his hot streak that he started against the Packers the week prior. And he came out guns ablaze against this Jaguars team, who is probably extremely overrated at this point. But when you're coming into this point of the year, you want to start putting teams away, getting out to bed early. And coming off a what was once a four and seven Bucks team, they are now eight and seven and in the driver's seat for the NFC South with this one. Uh, it was a great win at start to finish. I think Devin White, who had been struggling mightily this year at that linebacker position for Tampa Bay blown coverages, missed tackles over pursuits of the quarterback. All that went away at this game after Todd Bowles had benched him for the past couple of weeks in favor of second year linebacker, KJ Britt, Auburn tiger legend. They were great. Uh, breaker came out the field hot, finding Mike Evans once for a touchdown, then finding, uh, him once again for another one and Godwin getting into the end zone a couple times, excuse me, Rashad white finding the end zone from there. The Bucks defense shut it down. Trevor Lawrence and this uh, Jaguars offense did not do anything really until the fourth quarter. And I think on the Jaguars side, I think you got to really start questioning what went wrong. Uh, they were so hot to end the year last year. And now it's like, you hardly even recognize it. Lawrence is turning the ball over. He's been reckless. He's been fumbling, throwing picks. Calvin Ridley's been largely missing. Uh, they are down Christian Kirk, but that but Trevor 
Etienne, excuse me, Travis Etienne, the one we're okay with, uh, is not running the ball well. Are ever. we There's really okay with him? <laughs> no, we're not uh, okay. Pipe down. Your team sucked ass, and the guy wanted to go to a team that didn't suck ass. I don't blame him. Silence. Uh, get your fucking thumbs out of your assholes. Yeah, they don't hear me crying uh, when somebody leaves. I don't yes, care. we do I hear when you cry every time, Miami. And get back to your regular life. Danny always talking about he's going to kill himself every other weekend during <laughs> college football and the NFL time. I mean, you know, I get it. It's depressing having to watch Chicago play. I get it. But, like, <laughs> come on, man. You got you work for Elon. You're out of the dungeon. You know, life's pretty good. Dang. I got deep. Damn. You had a lot of feelings on that one. Uh, but the Jaguars really, really struggling. Um, it's it's a question on if they're even win their division. Indianapolis is sneaking up on them. I think they have a real shot to take this away from them. Just a lot of questions on Jacksonville's side. But – Bucks are red hot right when you want them. They have a big tiff against these Saints this weekend, and they could lock up the playoffs and maybe be able to rest starters in Week 18. We'll see. Good times in Tampa, not so good in Jacks. Yeah, bro, the Jacks, man, they are really disappointing. Yeah, it, there's just everything's going wrong. I don't have much else to say, but uh, I mean, yeah, my Bucks only are thing looking is, My only thing is with the Jags. Besides the the Titans and the and possibly they beat the Texans, they beat the Titans. Their last four games are the Bengals, the Browns, the Ravens, and then the Bucks. Like they played some like upper echelon competition, so I see why they lost. They're not like they're not good enough to count them to win those games automatically, but they're good enough to like beat bad teams right now. I mean, they got destroyed by the Bucks, who are like a fringe average third yeah like uh i'd rank bucks like 12 i don't know yeah anyway it's yeah it's not a team you want to get blown out by it's uh so we may see some heads rolled in jacks hill but i want to give todd bowl some kudos keeping the the ship upright and to use pirate metaphors uh gets to keep his job for another week he does. He does. He's on a four-game win streak. Beat the Saints, and all is well in Tampa Bay. All righty. So we are going to move on to our Week 17 picks. We're going to move through these pretty quick. we got a full slate to cover in about 20, yeah, 25 minutes. Uh, yeah. So, Sebastian, get your Stone Cold locks ready. Uh, yeah, here we go. Thursday Fuck, night. <laughs> free or skipping free form or skipping free form. No, this is, a, this is a hybrid show. Hybrid show. All right. New York at Cleveland. I'm going to take Cleveland here. They are playing some really great defensive ball. Joe Flacco is looking really, really good too. Uh, and New York Jets are going to do the Jets thing and poo poo Cleveland. I've realized what kind of player I enjoy most. And it's that Matt Stafford, Joe Flacco type. It's the pocket quarterback who's a little bit older who can still sling it. That's my type of player. Mm, Tim Uh, caping for a white man. Mm. Yeah, Mm. I will cape for Joe Flacco and I will uh, cape for Matt Stafford. They are awesome. Um, And Joe Flacco may be the best quarterback that the Browns have had since they returned to the league. It's it's wild. I really enjoy what Cleveland is doing. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns in this one because I believe the Jets will be starting Trevor Sivian again. 
I'll take the Browns. I like them. All right. Next up, Detroit at Dallas. Sebastian, all you. Um, Dallas plays better at home, I guess. Detroit, they look nice. I like them. You know, winning the looks like they're going to win their division for the first time. Or did they already win their? I think they locked it up. They already they? won it. Oh, man. Years. For the first time. You know, they last time they won the division, I was born. Crazy and wild and zany. Look at that. But wow. hmm, Cowboys are reeling after a bad loss to the Dolphins. Great for us. But Detroit is also bringing the hammer down. Give me Detroit. Oh, okay. I like the Cowboys to bounce back. Uh, I don't know. Detroit is playing inspired, but I'm just going to pick Cowboys here. Coin toss for me. Yeah, this is another uh, big, big Goliath matchup. This one's important for seeding. Dallas needs this one if they want a chance to win their division and be able to avoid having to go on the road to start the playoffs. Um, I like the Cowboys at home. They're much better in Jerry world than they are outside of it. Yeah. All right, Tim, New England at Buffalo. All right, New England coming off a... I won't say big win. They're coming off a win against Denver. And so is Buffalo. They they barely squeaked by a beat up, beat the hell Chargers team with an ARM head coach. And New England is able to survive some really horrible gaffes from their kicker. And Bailey Zappi did it. Had a nice little game winning drive there against Denver and resulted in Russell Wilson getting benched. These are weird teams. Uh Patriots are bad. Bills are fraudulent. Um, I still like Buffalo in this one. They really need this if they want to make the playoffs. And I think they're desperate enough to get this one, especially at home. Give me the Williams. Bills. Mm, give me the Bills. Okay. Next, we have Atlanta at Chicago. You already know Chicago's hot. They're not the team they were the first half of the season. Atlanta is a bunch of big old stinkers, even if they have whoever Heineke or whoever the quarterback is now. Uh, I think that Chicago defense is uh, going to swarm. We're, we're getting sacks now every game. Montez Sweat, Javon Dexter, the DBs have finally woken up. Uh, yeah, I think Chicago can win this one. It might be ugly, but give me Dob Bears. Yeah, the Bears have really turned it around since their horrible start and naming Bears tier. They're no longer Bears tier. We'll get into that next week. Uh, yeah, give me Chicago. Give me it at home. I don't like Atlanta. And it would be a great thing for Tampa if the Bears can pull this one out. Sebastian. Give me the Bears. You. Looks like Tim's just picking all my picks. Uh, his strategy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sebastian, the readers at the Colts. Strong two weeks of showings by the Raiders, a 63-point win against the Chargers, and an absolute upset of the Chiefs, including two defensive touchdowns, one of them being a big man scooping score. Everybody loves to see it. Everybody loves to watch it. The Colts are coming off of some games. 
Don't know whether they won or lost because I don't really pay attention to Indianapolis, and that's okay. But they are a strong team with Minshew being a uh, serviceable backup. And But I like the way the Raiders have been playing these last two weeks, and they're going to try to play spoiler while trying to wiggle their way into the wild card spot themselves. Give me the Raiders. This is the best Raiders defense since their last Super Bowl run in 2002. Uh, Indianapolis had a bad loss uh, to the Falcons this week. I don't know. I think I like it spicy. I'm going to go with the Durs here. I, I like them. They're fun. I agree. Max Crosby's going to shake up old Minshew mania. Uh, the Colts have not been looking great. They had that hot start to the season. Uh, then obviously Anthony Richardson went out and then they kept the hot streak going with Minshew. But the last couple of weeks, they're kind of big stinkers. So Raiders. All right. Next up, Tim Los Angeles Rams at New York Jets or the Giants. Uh, Tingus Pingas will not be playing for the Giants, and this Rams team is really, really hot. Secondary is a little suspicious, but that offense has come completely online with Puka Nakua and Matt Stafford fully healthy. I like the Rams here. I, I don't have much beyond that. Uh, I, they're just a better team. Give me L.A. Sebastian. Oh, man. Give me the the Los Angles Rams. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb here and I'll tell you why in a second. It's a really, really dumb reason, but I think I'm going to go with the giants here to Rod Taylor. He's, Man, you're right. That is really dumb. Yeah. He's, he's okay. Maybe I'll really, all I'm doing is they took the Eagles down to the wire here. If you watched any bit of that game, uh, it was a good game. They were toe and toe with the Eagles but the real reason, the, the, here's the dumb part. If the Giants beat the Rams the Bear and the Bears win, their playoff hopes are firmly alive. So I'm going, putting all my eggs in one basket here. Give me the New York Giants to keep us alive. And if they lose, it's over because then the Rams are going to take the seed. <sighs> Next up, Cardinals at Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles are good. Cardinals are poo-poo. I'm going to take the Eag birds. I'm going to go Eagles as well. Um, it's going to be ugly because this Philly team has been playing ugly for a while now, but not ugly enough to lose to Arizona. Give me Philly. Eagles. That is all. Okay. Next up. Uh, who's next? Tim, New Orleans and Tampa Bay, the classic foes. Yes, this is a fun matchup um, between two division uh, opponents that don't like each other much. Saints will tell you that it's not a rivalry. It is. Uh, and so this one, if Tampa Bay can pull it out, they will clinch the NFC South and lock up the four seed in the NFC playoffs. If they lose this one, it keeps the door open for New Orleans to take the division. Um, Tampa needs to win one of the last two to win the division. Saints need to win it out. They will be playing desperate. They are not great, but frankly, neither is Tampa Bay. These are two average teams fighting and clawing for a spot at the playoffs. I think Tampa's slightly better. 
Um, I like what they have, especially on their D line with the Vita Vea, Clyde Jacansi, Shaq Barrett, and the now emergent Yaya Diaby, a potential rookie of the year uh, for defense candidate. Lots of sacks, lots of tackles for a loss, especially in the rookie category. And Derek Carr, I don't know if you guys watched him against the Rams. It was just pathetic. <laughs> he would get pressure like five yards away and he would just collapse. Like he wouldn't even try to push it down the field. He'd just take the sack. And if not, he's checking it down. It was just a miserable watch and it only got close in garbage time. Still, it you got to be nervous in these division matchups. You throw the record book out, right? Um, but I'm going to go with my gut here. I'm going to say Tampa locks up the division here and has a nice, easy, breezy week 18. Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. All right, Sebastian, you got San Francisco at Washington. Uh, Niners coming off a horrid loss. The Commanders are coming off a lot of horrid losses. They suck now. Uh, Wide Baker Mayfield has been benched in place of the Dwyer legend, Jacoby Brissett. Oh. Going to be a man about town, but I don't think he's winning this game because the Niners are going to have some hellish motivation to win. Brock Purdy needs to prove that he is still going to be the MVP. Trash. <laughs> and um, uh, mm, I was going to add fuel to a fire, but I'm not going to do that. And the Niners just need to get back on track. I see them winning this game handily, and I see Washington getting ready to make a lot of more rebuilding moves. Yep, I think the Niners are going to come out angry and mean, and if Brock or Darnold can't get it done, whatever, their defense will uh, against a horrible Washington offense. Uh, Yeah, give me the Niners. Niners, uh, Washington's tanking, right? Like, they're just done. They got to be. They're really bad. They're they only terrible. what three three wins? I don't even know. Four wins, I think. I don't even know. Nobody. I, they're like a weird team. They're just kind of there. Like I have no feelings about them. They're just a franchise that exists. I saw a guy the other day at the gym. He had a Washington hat on, like the new logo, not like the Redskins. And I was like, what? "Whoa!" I've never seen like a person out in public with that kind of merch before. Yeah, me neither. I've only seen the old stuff. Yeah. Weird. All right. Carolina at Jacksonville. Ugh. Jacksonville can't possibly lose this game, right? They they have to bounce back. And if anyone's going to do it, this is the team to do it at home. I think the Jags get this one done. And if not, then uh, abolish their franchise. Trevor Lawrence is so banged up. He had a concussion just two weeks ago, got dinged up again against the Bucks with a sprained right shoulder AC joint. Nasty injury, especially for a quarterback. And they're still going to play him, probably. It's 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 crazy to me. It's crazy to me, but it's Carolina. They're the worst team in the league. They got to win this, even if he doesn't play, right? Uh, I'll go with Jacksonville. I don't feel great about it. Uh, hmm. Uh, man, give me Jacksonville. They got to bounce back on this one. Sneakily if they lose to Carolina, that'll be funny, though. But 
Give me Jackson. Bryce Young, yeah, Bryce Young sneakily had his best game as a pro last week, though, so might be a little spicy. Mm. All right, everybody, silence. I'll take this one. Baltimore at the Dolphins, a game that will decide how far the Dolphins will actually go in the playoffs, to me anyways. Baltimore coming off an impressive win against the 49ers, shutting down MVP King Brock Purdy. Small penis Brock, as we call him now. He is now oh, under no. the agenda of white QB erasure. White QB erasure. Well, we got two the flying Hawaiian Tagovailoa on the other side, getting it done. Cam Newton says he's managing games. Well, he's managing them quite well. I because the because the Ravens did not win last week. I feel like the Dolphins can surprise them. There's a chance they might be able to, but this game is in Baltimore, and Jim Harbaugh. Man has his teams ready later in the years, in the season, I should say, later in the season. So my mind's telling me the Dolphins, but my heart, my heart is also telling me the Dolphins. I love it. I would love to see Miami knock off the Ravens. I don't think it'll happen. I think the Ravens are really freaking good unless we see that explosion like we did last year with Tua lighting up the Ravens in the second half could happen. I'm still going to go with my head though. And I will pick Baltimore. Hmm. This is a tough one. Do I go with my heart or my soul? Hmm. I want to pick Miami here. I do. I do. But we've seen the offense stall so many times. Like even though they won last week, five field goals and one touchdowns, not going to get you that far but like you said Tua can turn it on and just start slinging that thing Ugh. it's hard to pick against the Ravens right now so I'm going to pick take the safe pick and I'm going to go with the Lamars of Baltimore <laughs> good good response alright Danny bring us into Tennessee at Houston just one more note on that. Sebastian, think how good it's going to feel when Miami wins and you'll be like, I told you. I'm not talking anything. Only... I'm not bringing any type of karma into the universe. I stay okay. silent. All right. Tennessee at Houston. Uh, I don't know. These teams are boring to me. I hate them. Coin flip. Uh, Houston. Give me Houston. I'll go with Houston as well. CJ Stroud is at least practicing again. And if he plays, I think it's pretty handily a Texans win, especially with Tennessee's quarterback situation. And they're playing Tannehill, who's old and washed up. Um, so I'll take uh, Houston. Well, if Tim's picking Houston, I got to flip my pick so you can't have that over me. So I'm picking Tennessee. Whoa, no look at that. I hate Tennessee, but I'm doing it solely to be a contrarian to Tim. All right, Pittsburgh at Seattle. Who wants it? This I'll take like it, Tim. I suppose. I'll take this crappy-ass game. Seattle's playing decent as of late. Pittsburgh is eh. Like, they're Pittsburgh. Like, they're going to get above 500. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be disgusting. No one's going to want to watch it. But they'll get there. Um, I This one's... This one's just ugly. 
Pittsburgh does have a wild card spot right now. Seattle is gunning for one. Both of them need this if they want to keep their postseason hopes alive. I do like the Seahawks crowd at home, though. I know that Pittsburgh typically travels well. I'm still going to take Seattle. Geno Smith will be playing again. So give me the rat birds. That's the Ravens nickname, bro. You're thinking oh, of the shit. sea chickens. Yeah, I'm thinking the sea chickens. That's that's the one. Well, I too will be taking the sea chickens. All right, there's only one way to get ahead in this game, and that's to be spicy. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I don't like them. I hate them actually, but they have a solid defense. They just uh, hung more than 30 on the Bengals, who have a really good defense, and that was a shock. Um, and it's possible Kenny Pickett is coming back, which not that he's any good, but he's better than Mitch Trubisky. Or they'll play Mason Rudolph, who was not bad last week either. I think it's going to be a dogfight, but I, I like Pittsburgh's defense to uh, make something happen here. So Pittsburgh Steelers. All righty. LA Charger. Let's I'll take this one. Uh, yeah. Uh, Broncos benching, uh, they're starting QB Russell Wilson in favor of not trying to pay him money and possibly avoiding the playoffs. Uh, their backup is Jared Stidham, um, booty butt cheeks in Las Vegas, uh, booty butt cheeks everywhere else he's been. I don't think he's ever been a starter except for in Las Vegas. Uh, the Los Angles chargers. Very mid, even even with Herbert, but especially more mid without him. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. Teeth picks, toothpicks, whatever that dude's name is. I, I don't even know. I don't care. He's part of the Chargers, so is what it is. But in this game, in this game, I'm going to take the Broncos because their defense is quite schnasty sometimes, and I feel like they're going to be quite schnasty on this coming Sunday. Same. I'll go with the Broncos. Uh, Chargers stink. Broncos stink too, but a little bit less. Horses. Uh, the Broncos just lost to the Patriots, so they cannot be trusted. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers here. This stick But the guy... Chargers by like four points, bro. They, didn't, they couldn't even score a touchdown against them. They barely scored a touchdown against them. Um, I'm I'm sticking with my pick, Sebastian. You can't change me, bruh. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Stick man's gonna put his stick somewhere where it shouldn't go, and that's gonna, gonna be stick his stick. What? In a pencil sharpener. In a pencil sharpener. What? Yeah, Russell Wilson's not playing. They're gonna have no offensive production. It's gonna be another ugly Chargers game, like a fucking seven to three type. Bullshit. Give me the Chargers, but I'm not happy about it. The All right. Cheers. Bengals at Kansas City. This game used to be important, but now no one cares. <laughs> Tim. All right. Uh, Chiefs are a horrible watch. Uh, Kelsey is on washed watch. Mahomes is having a really bad year. The All the receivers suck. Uh, their run game has disappeared. And their defense is only fine. Cincinnati had a nice little run with Jake Brown and got Molly wamped by Pittsburgh. Um, so it's like, okay, I don't really know what to 
take of either of these things. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with the, with the fun pick. I'm going to go with the Bengals here. I would like to see more uh, Mahomes meltdowns and sad Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey throwing his helmet on the sideline. I'll take more of that, please. Give me Cincy. The mm, Chiefs receivers are not really receivers. They're more just people that exist. Um, Good. Well, on the other side, Cincinnati has a quarterback that I told y'all he couldn't keep it up, and he didn't keep it up. So, man, um, I don't really want to go for a tie, but give me the Chiefs to pull it out. Yeah. I agree. I think that embarrassing loss on Christmas for the Chiefs in front of Taylor Swift, the most famous woman in the world, apparently. I I think they're going to bounce back from that. I mean, yeah, their receivers are garbage. Kelsey had some really bad drops, all that. But I think Andy Reid's still a really good coach, and I think he'll get them right uh, to play a not very good Bengals team. So might be ugly, but Kansas City wins this one at home in a bounce-back fashion. All right, I'll take this last one. Green Bay at Minnesota division matchup. Uh, This one has potential playoff implications for both teams. Minnesota is not looking very good right now, but Green Bay has their own problems. This game is kind of shitty. I don't know. I don't like either team here. I don't have a feeling one way or the other. I'm just going to go Green Bay, even though I hate them. But I got a feeling. I don't know. Green Bay. Nick Mullins is a mess. He is going to be their starting quarterback for the Vikings uh, for this one, and he stinks. (laughs) Man, he is not good. Uh, Green Bay, a little bit better. Um, So I'm going to go with Green Bay. That Joe Barry defense is also terrible, so maybe Nick Mullins will look all right. Still, uh, I'm going to go with the Packers here. I I think they're just a more put-together team at this point of the year. I'll take the pack. I too will be taking Green Bay because Minnesota is some mid Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, if I could just talk about Russell Wilson real quick. Uh, just it. reading a report from Diana Russini. Uh, Russell Wilson is expecting to be cut by the Denver Broncos in March per league sources for almost two months. The quarterback has been starting knowing the organization was most likely going to move on from him after this season. So not only will he not be playing for the starting for the Denver Broncos, he won't even be on the team by next year. What a horrible trade. Wow. That is so odd. And Seattle gets your first round pick. Yeah, that is brutal. Where do you think he goes? Uh, the unemployment line. I don't think nah, he's, he's going to go the somewhere. There's somewhere that needs a quarterback. Atlanta. The Giants. Giants could be interesting. He did angle for one of those big market teams, uh, Giants. And I know he's flirting with Chicago um, before he was moved. So maybe Chicago. Giants could be interesting. Oh, Chicago would be a good one. Nah, we don't want him. Why? I mean, you guys got Baguette and some dude named Fields. Fields, bro. He's ascending. Uh, we have different definitions of ascending. 2024 MVP. Book it. I'm booking it now. Book it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till midseason next year when all the Bears fans are calling for his head. Book it. Never turn on my boy. 
You turned on him for like two weeks when Baguette was actually like playing well. <laughs> I you did not. Turned on I him. did not. Yes, Go listen to the pod. I was not. I was just. I was having discussion dialogue. I never said I was in that camp. I said those people were crazy. Were people who were like, if the Super Bowl was tomorrow, we would take Tyson Badger. No, that was bullshit. I was like, fuck no, I wouldn't. Undrafted free agent chitter from a. He's got some big biceps though. I'm not gonna lie, the dude's huge. Who Bedgent? Yeah, Tyson Bajan. Go look at his arms. They're massive. Yeah, because his dad is like the best arm wrestler in the world or something. No way. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it's the video I sent you that you didn't watch. That's crazy. <laughs> it was like an eight-minute video on Tyson it Bajan. Was, I'm not going to watch so that funny. shit. It was about his dad. You should watch it. It's really funny. All right, I'll watch it. Anyway, you guys hear, you guys hear some guitar music or something? Maybe. Good people of the good world, how you doing? How you been? How you liking life? I'm not liking it so much. I ain't got no stone cold locks this week because I was getting my ass kicked by cars today. So I didn't really have time to think about football because sometimes I don't make my money on gambling. I make my money on fixing people's busted down Jeeps. If you own a Jeep and it's busted down, come talk to me. I'll bust it up and bust it right. <laughs> but today, tonight, tomorrow, gamble on college football. Take whoever you want. I could care less because this is an NFL podcast. And if we're going to really do any locks, I guess first I'm going to start with Cincinnati. And Kansas City. You're going to take the under on that game, and you will take the Chiefs by three because it is going to be a struggle for any of these offenses to do anything. And I like the <clears throat> sorry, I like the Chiefs kicker over uh, Gator legend Evan McPherson. So, boom, shakalaka. Next up, you're going to want to take the over. On New Orleans and Tampa, and you will take Tampa by five. Why, you might ask? I'm feeling most of these matchups, sometimes they're real gun-slinging matchups. They were back in the day, and they are now. It is what it is. Take it, leave it, I don't care. And finally, last, and nowhere near and dear to my heart, you're going to take the over on Chicago and Atlanta, because that is is a horrendous over-under they're given. I think it's like 30-something points. And I think the Chicago Bears, Sons, Justin Fields, and the Falcons, Sons, that garbage-tier quarterback, Ritter, might be able to do something. So, but you're still going to take the Bears by at least a touchdown, and you're going to take the over. That's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm saying. Good people do some good gambling. Thank you, and good night. Were you saying Justin Fields Sans? Are you saying Sans? Sans like Justin the, Fields. That means without Justin Fields. Yeah, wait, what do you mean without Justin Fields? Is he not starting or is he starting? He is. Oh, I thought he was still out. Never mind. Uh what, good what are you people, talking about? Good people, you're still gonna take the over and you're still gonna take the <laughs> Bears by seven. I thought Justin Fields was out. I guess he's not. That shows you how much I pay attention to the Bears. Bruh. 
The line is Chicago minus three, and the over under is thirty seven and a half. So that could be. They're gonna they're too. gonna go over that. They are gonna go over that. Yeah, like a like a twenty seven twenty four type. All right. Yeah, something. They're definitely gonna go over, and I would still take the Bears by seven. I feel like they can pull that one out. Hell yeah. All righty. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of our show here. Any parting words, gentlemen? Nope. Happy New Year to all. Merry Christmas since I missed y'all last week, but can't wait to kick off 2024 with the Flag and the Play crew. Are we doing um, a show on Monday? Uh Oh, shit. I, I will be traveling. I will not I'm gonna be, be, will be traveling. It all looks right, like no. it's going to be a Sebastian and David power, half hour, or, or just as good, the Sebastian by himself. Power, half hour. <laughs> I'm going to do the lightning round. figure out how to record it. Oh, I'm just going to not have any music, though. Someone's going to have to edit in all the music. <laughs> You're going to be talking through your fucking PlayStation headset. Uh, sorry, I have an actual microphone. <sighs> all right. Well, that's going to do it. Make sure to follow us here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And that brings us to the end of our show. Good night, everyone. I won't lie. I was late because I woke up from a small nap. Brooke.